Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on dining in Disney World with kids, in particular babies and toddlers. We're going to cover everything from making dining reservations to the best spots to dine with kids, what to avoid if you have picky eaters, plus some general tips to make your meals a success. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton, the childless co-host. And this is the Main Street Dish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm just here. You know, there's this guy that played. I He played on Seattle at a point, and he hated going to press conferences. So anytime they ask him a question, he would say, I'm just here so I won't get fined. And I feel like that's me in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, have some insight, but at the same time, I don't have a child. So I'm, you know, I'm the cool auntie that's on this episode. Sips her wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. We're talking kids tonight, dining with kids. We're talking kids, and I, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like we have to preface that we are not claiming to be experts on kids, you know, like we're... Is we're, anybody? You, no, we're first-time <laughs> no. parents with a, no. with an 18-month-old, you know. Yeah, we do have the fortunate added bonus that we have been during two very different ages. That's mm-hmm. very true. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I know that, you know, next year when we take him again, it'll be another age that is going to be different from the previous, but we took him when he was just about six months, um, seven months-ish. Both. Actually, no, <laughs> six. Oh, yeah. yeah. Both. Oh, yeah, we took him twice last year. <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. He was like, so, yeah, four months and no, yeah, it was four, four months, months and seven and, months. Yeah. Six or seven months. Yeah. And then again, when he was a year and three months. Yep. So we, we've done the baked potato phase. Yeah. We've done the Tasmanian devil phase. Yeah. yeah exactly. We've done both. Yeah. Yes. So I just also think if you're questioning whether or not you should bring your kids to Disney, I believe it was on his second trip. He learned to giggle while we were at Disney. And that was like, I was like, oh, I don't want a child, but this could convince me. Because in this span of being at the literal most magical place on earth, this man literally learned to giggle. He He did. did. Yeah. And on the last trip, he learned the word bubbles. He did. I'm just saying, I've been there for pivotal moments. (laughs) You have, yeah. Bubbles. I almost died. I almost died. It was so cute. That was so cute. (laughs) There have been some really magical moments with him in Disney. And I, I do think, you know, before we get talking into dining, I think a general question is, should I bring my baby? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. I mean, the answer is yes, you should. Is it is is it purely selfishly motivated? Absolutely. Because, I mean, Finn, th- this, this poor child's not going to remember that he was giddy to meet Mickey Mouse at Topolino's, but we're going to remember it forever. We have the picture, and it's one of the say. cutest pictures ever. He, like, opened his mouth and giggled and picked his little leg up, his chunky oh, little I'll leg up the off the table. Oh, the pictures all the time. Oh, my God, <laughs> Every yeah. time he sees me, I'm going to be like, so these were our previous trips. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're going to need to get to this level. Crack out the PowerPoint. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, But I think the answer is yes. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, again, we we say this under the guise of people who go to Disney a lot. I feel like that's a privilege and we've done it a lot. So going with a a baby, going with a, a newborn, going with a toddler, I think we understand the expectation that the trip is going to be completely different. I don't think we expect it to be this mega massive full itinerary trip that we could potentially have in another situation but it is not going to be that if you set your expectation 
you're going to be on your kid's schedule. You know, that's the way that we do it. But Disney does a great job with offering a lot of things for kids, not just the rides and, and the character dining and all that stuff. But they have those baby centers in each park that are really, really great for any age, any age. And I think that going on, especially our first trip and even our second trip, Finn was still so young. I was so concerned a lot of the times that he was just going to have meltdown after meltdown or just be uncomfortable. I know I still have that concern, but (laughs) I feel like especially in the beginning that, you know, you just don't know. You don't know what to expect. You don't know. This is a first. That was a first for us. Yeah. And the baby centers are, are really, really great. They have one in each park. Great place to go for everything, to feed your baby, to change their diaper, to just have a quiet area that's air conditioned in Florida, which is really great. A godsend. Yeah. So I think that Disney has done it the the best way. I mean, we have not been to other parks outside of Disney with Finn, but I do not think when we go next year, if we go to Hershey Park, I don't think they're going to have these amenities for children like they do in Disney. Yeah. I think as the childless person of this group, I think... Colin brought up a really good point about setting expectations because I think you guys were very clear and concise before we took our trips together of we're staying on Finn's schedule. We're going to make sure this is his nap time. You clearly communicated those things and it made it easy for me to plan and set my expectations for a Disney vacation. And I think that Disney vacations in general, the number one reason you argue with people is because of miscommunication. Your expectations aren't there. You're trying to do something and somebody wants to nap. It was always so clearly stated what we were going to do and what the plan was. And I think that's such a key thing. So if you're planning a trip with a kid, just clearly communicate to everyone in the group. And again, we're like an easygoing group of people. You're like, we're doing this. I'm like, okay, cool. But it's just nice to know ahead of time what the expectations are and what time he takes a nap or what time he goes to bed or, you know, all those Mm -hmm. types of things. Also, I was like, could we move his nap schedule, though? Because that's when Nomad Lounge opens. And they were like, no. And I was like, noted. (laughs) I know. Right now, it's literally his nap is, which was... And this is the difference between when we went last year and when we went now. Last year, I feel like his he didn't have a, a set schedule. Yeah. His naps were dependent on how long he was awake between when he woke up in the morning to oh, his next nap. The, I word, mean, he the had, word wake window oh, still gives me God. shivers on my spine. Like, yeah, he, has, he had three <laughs> naps pretty much for both of those trips. I think maybe two for the second. But either way, that was also something we had to kind of maneuver around. But now his nap is 1130 on the dot every single day. So easy to work around. But at the same time, not the best time to have a nap in Disney when parks don't open until nine. Correct. Correct. You pretty much get into the park and then you got to hustle yourself back out of it. Yeah, exactly. And essentially our day was divided into two segments, but it it was what it was. We took turns. I mean, we also brought help too. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're lucky that we have parents that would are willing and love to travel to Disney and happily traveled with us. So like, what's the number one thing essential bring grandparents? No, (laughs) Um, no, but honestly, I mean, bringing grandparents, bringing a support system, having friends again, like traveling with Bethany and even Jeffrey, shout out to Jeffrey, who he was like, here's a toy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello, child. I was like, get no ideas, dad. I'm not having a child. (laughs) I was like, let it all out right now. The benefits of your, of of your childlessness. Yeah. Um, with his Ewok that he still brings to nap every that. single time. Compliments of Jeffrey Vinton, right? But it, the support system is huge. The communication is huge. Knowing that one day, Bella's like, I'm doing nap today. Mm-hmm. You go enjoy Nomad Lounge. And then the next day, I'm doing nap. And Bella's going to go enjoy a champagne flight in Epcot. It's just like it, it's give and take. It's compromise from everybody. Because the thing is, 
the kid's going to be happy. The kid's going to be on schedule and you're going to be able to have those magical moments because the kid's going to be well rested, feel comfortable. Finn, when he was in the parks, he was happy and awake because he had had a pretty normal day aside from having a bubble wand and, <laughs> you know, seeing a, a giant Olaf that was like seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> I will but say. But it, it was it was big. I got to give you guys praise because you did a very good job at keeping him on a very sad schedule. And like you said, he was always happy. He is such a fun baby to be around. And I think it's because you kept him on that structured schedule when you were at Disney. But I couldn't praise you guys enough for, for doing an outstanding job. And I'm like rolling up late to the park because I don't have a kid and timeliness means nothing to me. <laughs> I'm like the cat's on a morning schedule feeder. I don't do anything. She just feeds herself. It's cool. And we're like, meet at seven. And I was like, like seven fifteen sounds great. <laughs> but you guys, did, no. you did an outstanding job. And I think it's just setting those expectations and knowing your child. You can't right. expect your child, your child to do something yes. crazy while being on vacation. It's no longer your vacation. The children are taking over, and that's fine because you can still have so much fun. Yeah, exactly. And and we knew that Finn wasn't going to have if he did fall asleep in the stroller, which I knew he he would he might he would. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be a long nap. Just like when he's in the car, he can easily fall asleep in the car. It's just not a long nap. So there were, you know, the first day, especially when we didn't have our room, we, you know, we knew it was going to be a stroller nap and it wasn't going to be very long. And that was that, you know, we we just. You just have we to strapped, go in. strapped on all three stroller fans and yeah. we <laughs> yeah, headed into just, the heat. Yeah, you, know? you just have to go in knowing what, having a plan. That's all, having a plan. And kind of to bring it back to dining so we can kind of dive into the dining aspect of this. But what's, I think, amazing at Disney World is every single restaurant, whether you're in the parks or at a resort, if there is an issue, you just realize that, you know, your child's not going to be sitting still and, and kind of needs to go and run around go outside Mm -hmm. you're not at a random restaurant with a parking lot and that's it you're in a place where your child can go run around every single time we entered a restaurant I thought you know what if he doesn't want to sit here one of us will take him out we'll go on a ride Mm -hmm. or we'll go on the monorail or you know whatever you can there's just so much out there that dining for me is often stressful it is, right? Even now it is. I, I don't know how he is going to sit still for an entire meal. I And I don't want to go out and be stressed, right? But I feel like in Disney, that stress I realized was not – I was putting it on myself, mm-hmm. you know, just because – what right. a ju- what a journey for Bella this was, no, honestly. No, but, but I'm just saying, like, it's what just... What a journey. There's so many options outside of those restaurants that they can walk to, that you can take them to, that you can just get some fresh air, put them in a stroller easily. We're not in or, an or, area... Or even delay and let your let your group go in and sit and then be like, you know, you, you, right. you know he's getting chicken tenders and fries right. and chicky tendies and fries you know like we will come in and we will sit and we will eat when the food's there like we, there's so much flexibility built mm-hmm. in because there's just so much to do right exactly you know? we're not in an area where we live now where we can go to a restaurant and if it's taking 45 minutes for the food to get there we're sitting there because yeah. the other option is to either go in the car and drive around get the phone out yeah yeah or <laughs> stand in the parking lot right we yeah. don't have the luxury of having a park right outside of the, you know, restaurant. So that's, true. that's what I think is a huge bonus to Disney. Absolutely. Huge bonus. So since we're segueing into dining, let's talk about, you know, the the planning part, the making the choices beforehand, the making the reservations. So you're, you're going to choose your restaurant. Just make sure that you're looking at restaurants. You're looking at 
fixed price meals or you're looking at other dining, which is, you know, just regular, typical, like full menus, full options, a la carte. So if you're, if you are looking at booking a prefix meal, if your child is under three, they're going to eat for free. That's an easy way to remember it. But if you're not looking at eating at a prefix place and your child is under three and Finn would like to order the pan-seared salmon at Narcoosies, you're going to pay for yep. the pan-seared salmon <laughs> at Narcoosies. As he himself should, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he loved exactly. it. He really did. He really did. But you, you just make sure that you're looking at that. Buffets as well. Generally, when you're looking at buffets, I mean, again, like Bella said, Disney's geared towards children. If you're looking at buffets, they are going to have things that are going to please everybody. You're looking at the Tusker House Breakfast mm-hmm. Buffet. They're going to have a whole bunch of simple waffles for your kid to chow down on. And then they're going to have some amazing African-inspired cuisine for yourself to chow down on. So just make sure you do the research, look at the menus, um, and, and always just know that if they're under three for prefix, they're eating for free. Um, also, when you're making your reservations, make sure that you include your baby in the head count. Mm-hmm. Yes, even if your baby is two months old mm-hmm. or a month old. Or... Yep, include them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and know that too, another little thing, is that there are high chairs everywhere (laughs) everybody even quick service even quick service locations have high chairs california grill high chairs Mm -hmm. cosmic rays high chairs they are everywhere we're not bringing in the cosmic rays get out of town (laughs) i'm just i was just trying to do like a juxtaposition you know but (laughs) high chairs everywhere there are high chairs everywhere too so just know that Mm -hmm. well we were talking about this and i think you guys will have some good suggestions for where to bring your kids and i think you guys think outside the box because again Finn was what a little over a year old when we went down this time like clearly in his toddler yes. stage having a good time but I think when people think where to dine in Disney with kids their immediate thought is you have to go to kid themed restaurants and that's the only place you really should dine because you know it's a kid and whatever however we had a great time at Narcoosie's with him you talked about it on the last episode Bella about how great of a dining experience we had there and I think that just proves that every restaurant in Disney does cater to kids but that being said I did pull up Disney Parks release a dining with kids guide because now that the dining plan okay, is coming back <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a guide to dining at Disney with your little ones and they recommend restaurants. So I'm going to read them off to you and I'm going to let you guys give your opinion as parents on whether or not you would want to bring your child here. Got it. Starting with Chef Mickey's. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our age group, no. Where we're at now and where we were with Finn last year as well, no. And it's because, and this is probably going to be a theme for most of the character dining that I'm sure you're going to say, I think it's too loud, personally, and Finn does not love characters right now. He did when he was a baby. Mainly stranger, goofy. danger, goofy. stranger, danger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, mainly Goofy. He absolutely hated Goofy. But you oh, know what's funny goofy. is like, he knows who Goofy is at home and he has a little go- Goofy like uh, little people, little the little people. people like yeah. Goofy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's the point though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goofy's yeah. Not little. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Goofy's taller than daddy. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I personally, personally know it. And also the other side of that is as an adult eating there, it's not going to be this amazing meal. And when your child is so young, it doesn't, why would you be paying that money? Yeah. for an average meal, yeah, right? Yeah. Below average. Because you're going to be able to get no. your toddler, your 11-month-old, whatever, some eggs and, and 
you know, potatoes, yeah, yeah, pancake, whatever, anywhere, Mm -hmm. pretty much. So why go somewhere mediocre? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that one. And I agree with the it's loud part. I think you don't realize Mm -hmm. how loud it is, especially in the contemporary, just talking about this specific location, it's loud. It echoes in there. So mm-hmm. it does. Just saying. Yep. And like Colin said, if your kids under three, they eat free. However, if they are not under three, you are paying for them. Kids at Chef Mickey's are $34 per child between the ages of three and nine. After, at 10, they consider them an adult, which I don't comprehend that, but I love that for them, Disney. And it's $54 for breakfast. And then when we're talking dinner, wow. it is $41 per child and $66 per adult. Yikers. Wow. So you're definitely paying a hefty fee to go there. Another one on the list that I'm just intrigued by because we actually canceled our dining reservation here, so you can guess it at this point, is the Crystal Palace. We were going to go there, and then, you know, Finn felt his way about characters. And we're like, maybe let's go to Narcoozies instead. So I do like that you guys were very willing to go to a place that's considered bougie to bring your child. It's yeah. really just on brand for us, isn't it? It really yeah. is. We were all like, do we <laughs> want to go to Crystal Palace? Not really. No. Ah. Well, I think we also just kind of read the room. You know, we kind of figured out what he mm-hmm. was going to enjoy and what he wasn't. And I think back to when we were there in October of last year, and he was, what, six or seven months, and we went to Topolino's, and he absolutely loved it. Yeah. He, like, he loved the characters. So... I definitely think it's dependent on your child. For sure. Crystal Palace, I think, is is a little bit more quiet mm-hmm. than Chef Mickey's. Um, yeah, the restaurant is a little bit more, it's oblong. Mm-hmm. So I feel things are a little more spread out, the buffet's in the middle. And I think the characters, you know, it, Chef Mickey's is just wide open too. So if your kid is not a character person, you're going to see that character. Their child's going to, Finn saw in Tusker House, he saw mm-hmm. <laughs> Goofy coming he clutched his little high chair. His little white knuckles were holding his high chair. And he was like, don't you dare come over. Don't even look at me. <laughs> don't even look at me. Yep. But Crystal Palace is a little bit more spread out. And I guess the char- you won't see the characters coming as yeah. much because they're all the way down at the other end of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But the food here for breakfast, I mean. Churro waffles. Ha- come on out. The churro waffle. Right. Hello. They, I think we're, we're taking a step up from Chef Mickey's, I think, mm-hmm. for sure. Also, I just feel seeing Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, those characters the, the the character actors that are in those outfits are always so incredible with children. Character actors, Colin? It's Pooh Bear. Po- character performers. No, it's Pooh Bear. Character per- it's just Pooh. Oh, when Pooh Bear, actual Pooh Bear from the Hundred Acre Wood <laughs> comes <you>. out. <laughs> yeah. Comes to see your child, your blessed child. No, but when, when they come to the table, they're incredibly good with children. I think they're they're very approachable for children because they essentially look like big stuffed animals yeah. you know that's that's the whole point and they do a little friendship fair so the kids that are willing to participate in the friendship fair can get up and do a little parade it, it is it is very adorable as far as character dining is concerned and also i think a step up from the food so i would go to this one over chef mickey's mm-hmm. it's not my ultimate choice but if i had to choose between the two i'd go here no you know what and topoli knows isn't on this list but i think one thing is important to point out and you guys really did read Finn as we did things is he was much better with smaller characters. So Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, he likes those smaller characters significantly more even now than he likes Goofy. <laughs> really? Goofy. Yeah. Or Goofy. Goofy is the problem. <laughs> mean, yeah. No, and, and Olaf. Go- Olaf, Olaf was well. a little a little sketch. But yeah. again, you have Tigger in that and they're bigger animals. Tigger is mm-hmm. taller for sure. So 
I think knowing what characters are dining there could also be pivotal in booking your reservations because, again, Topolino's is just Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald. So you have these tinier characters that are so much less intimidating. Sure. Yeah. And I'm actually surprised Topolino's isn't on this list. I know it's not. Because it's, I think, one of the best, to be honest, with how they pace the characters around, how the restaurant's laid out. I think the only negative that I had when we went was we did wait a decent amount for our table. But I don't blame them Also, for that. Donald wasn't there that day, which I know he's subject yeah. to availability, but Donald is my favorite. Your child could care less. Me as the grown grown adult, I was like, what do you mean Donald's not here? (laughs) I'll take a mimosa before the table, okay? (laughs) (laughs) On you. That's on you. I'm assuming why it's not on this list is because it's not a buffet. Yeah. You order off the menu. So, you know, you're not going to get your standard. I mean, you can, but you're not going to get all those standard breakfast items that most kids probably gravitate towards. That pastry basket alone. Right. I mean, I I definitely think they have food for kids. I'm not saying they they don't. I'm just saying it's probably not on this list because it isn't a buffet, if I had to guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I totally understand the appeal of a buffet when it comes to kids because Mm -hmm. when they're hungry, they are hungry. Mm -hmm. You sit, you eat. There's no waiting. I love that. I'm just saying when we were at Tusker House, that man ate more Mickey waffles than I've ever eaten in my entire life combined. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Pog Juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, we gave him Pog Juice. At first, I was like, oh, this is going to be a cute video where he like likes Pog Juice. 45 seconds later, he's still drinking the Pog Juice. <laughs> it's a long stop. video. And I was like, you know what, child? I understand. <laughs> That's right. This turned into long form content. This is, yeah, he loves this stuff. He's trying to monetize yeah. himself on TikTok, and I'm here for that. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, seriously. As his, as his manager. But I see, I also see that Tusker House is on this list. Yes. And I wholeheartedly agree with Tusker House. I do from a food perspective. And again, it's just like, know your your child. If you think that your child really isn't too keen on some of the characters, then obviously character dining in general is not going to be for you. But I do agree that I think Tusker House is definitely up there with Topolino's almost, Mm -hmm. I would say, in terms of what I would choose. Absolutely. We've called it Boma in the Park, you know, right. like, and I think it absolutely lives up to that standard. The food's delicious. The characters, I mean, they're, they're like Topolinos. They're dressed up in specialty outfits as well. So if that's something that you're looking for, I mean, you have everyone's all Parisian and Italian in their little artisan outfits. What? I said arts. At the same time, oh, you arts. said artisan. Art. It is art. And their artisan outfits. Wee wee. Wee wee. Yeah. Are you happy to be in France? Are you happy to be at Topolino's? Yes, I am happy to be here. And then Tusker House, they're all dressed up in their safari gear. And I think it is it is nice to, to kind of get that little extra little touch of magic with the characters if your child is ready for that. For sure. And the food's great. Food's delicious. For sure. You know, and this list also, too, talking about kids dining mentions like playful dining. And I think playful dining is geared towards kids that are significantly older than toddlers. 50s primetime Whispering Canyon and Hoopty Doo. That is overstimulation at its finest, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I would I would not consider probably any. Well, one, 50s primetime, all the like back and forth. Same with Whispering Canyon. Like all that back and forth that you get with the, the waiters and yeah. whatnot lost lost on a child on a toddler you know so like why (laughs) would you really go there Mm -hmm. so personally yeah i would definitely go with an older child yeah but i just found that interesting that that was the list of restaurants that they really mentioned 
Yeah, no, yeah. Love, no love for Topolino's on this list, but I, I think it's deserved. I think Tusker House can stay. Crystal Palace can stay. Mm-hmm. Hollywood and Vine can stay. It's on this list, too. I did like Hollywood and Vine. Sure, and they have a and Disney like, Junior breakfast. Yeah. If your kids are oh, into perfect. Disney Junior. Vampirina. <laughs> My girl. Yeah, Vampirina. Finn, Finn did enjoy the Disney Junior dance party not as much as i did but that's not the point yeah <laughs> finn enjoyed the Gin- disney junior dance party when he was being held and he didn't have to get on the floor because then he was afraid the characters were coming off the stage directly at him he yeah, was not exactly he was like, he was like i would like them to, i would like to stay up here and i'd like them to stay up there yeah from a disney now yeah. other other dining that i think i'm surprised is not on this list is sebastian's yeah right like that is such uh, a great Yes. Like family style dining. And I know it's not, if you have a picky eater, mm-hmm. probably not. You you would look, like like we've said, just look ahead. Look at, and you know your child, you know what they're going to eat, you know what they're going to like. But the fa- the food is so good for the price, especially. Yeah. And it comes out so fast. Correct. So fast. Correct. And it's all family style and it's beautiful in there. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I think, and obviously I don't have a kid, so I'm speaking from an outsider perspective, but I think that's one of the common feedbacks I get on certain things. I just posted about Coral Reef the other day, and somebody was like, just so you know, they don't have fryers there. So if your kids are chicken fingers kids and they won't eat anything else, they got nothing to eat when they go there. So I think it's important to look at the menu, especially if you have picky eaters, to make sure that they're going to be okay with whatever dining you're settling for another one that i would say that stands out in my mind of being if you have a picky eater because i've had dinner next to a child that because this is how this works at this restaurant i didn't just have dinner next to a child uh is at tavanito where it is very specific on things they were trying to just get this kid something that he wanted to eat and the only thing he wanted to eat was rice so that's another option that either don't bring your kid or prepare yourself and bring your kid dinner. Because it's totally cool if you bring in dinner for your kid anywhere. They don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And I mean, we, we've even known children. We've even known kids and even traveled to Disney with kids that are like, yeah, I want mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But only if it's Kraft mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Even down to the brand name. It's like, do you have mac and cheese? Yes. Is it Kraft? No. Okay. We're going to have to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like yeah. for sure. But just read, again, read through the menus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that's super duper important. Absolutely. Another thing we did on our last trip was because Finn tends to, he was falling asleep around 7, 7.30. And by the end of the park day, we just decided it would be a lot easier if he ate dinner in the room. Um, so like, you know, he can kind of relax, eat his dinner. We can get his bath going, all that jazz. And we were staying at the boardwalk. So we really explored the food in that area. We did. And you can get to go at Trattoria, Mm -hmm. Al Forno. And he loved it. And it was great. It was hot. It was, and it was pasta and meatballs. I mean, he. Easy. Yep. He is an Italian baby. My Uh, God. uh, He. He eating loves his pizza, pa- eating, pasta, and meatballs. Eating pasta for him is like an experience. Like it's an experience like, okay, the shirt is coming off. The pants are coming off. You're having Same. pasta. Like, it is- <laughs> <laughs> we eat pasta shirtless in this house. Yep. Um, but he he wears his pasta. I don't think he chooses pasta. It just goes straight 
straight down the hatch. Yeah. Um, but even between that and the uh, Ale and Compass yes. um, to go, we got some delicious food for him there. It was yes, very, did. very easy to consider. Yeah. Again, some delicious food from great restaurants that just have the option to get to go. Look on my Disney experience. Sometimes um, the to-go option is there. You can order it almost like just a regular mobile order. You just go you up can to, at the, Ale and Compass. Yep, I know to that. the counter, go up, order, and then be like, I'm here, pick it up for Colin. Thank you. I walked right back to the room and gave Finn a delicious bolognese i think he had bolognese from Ale Compass, and he, he loved did. it too yes, um mm-hmm. but just know that there there's so many there's so much flexibility with disney dining too like in your even in your resort if you're if you're staying at the riviera prima piatto has amazing food if you're staying at animal kingdom lodge the mara has delicious food if you're staying anywhere on the skyliner it's easy to have access to food to take back to your room because that sometimes just needs to be the chill vibe yeah or take it to the pool Take it to the you pool. Know, like, Absolutely. I will say we were staying at the boardwalk, like I said, this last trip. And the food at the pool bar, probably not the best for kids. It was whatever. It, but what we could have done, and we didn't because we were only at the pool for a little bit. But we could have definitely gotten to go very close by and brought it to the pool. And I just think that they have so many dining options. What you really need to do is just, if you're going to have time at your resort, just take a peek at some of the some of the hotels around you, some of the quick service places around you. If you're really close to a park, what food they have there. You can easily do a mobile order for any quick service place in the park. Hop in, grab it, bring it back to your room. It's just, in, it's very, very flexible and, and easy. And I found we did it for pretty much every dinner. Almost, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. With him, so. Except for, obviously, when we went to Narcoozies. So. Which he loved. He loved. He did. He did. And I cannot say enough great things about Narcoozies. And I've, we've been there a bunch of times and seen so many kids there previous. And I never really ever thought about oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right? Like, mean, to see kids sit and get the menu with the crayons and they're down and they're sitting and drawing and coloring it in already. It's just like, clearly, it's just no, always know that when you're going to Disney, as we said before, it is designed for kids. Would I take Finn to Victoria and Alberts? No, no and you can't. Like, that's really the only, like, restriction. <laughs> not that's yet. Like, not yet. But that's really, I mean, the only restaurant. And Mr. I'm Paul. I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, and Mr. Well, Paul. I think, right? Takumi, I think you can bring three-year-olds. I think that's on the menu. I'll have to look. But you have to look. But there, I mean, very, very, very few. few restaurants. And very in, in those restaurants, I wouldn't even really be on my radar to take my baby. And if they are, then more power to you. God bless you. But I just, there are so many restaurants that are kid-friendly lounges i think are a different story some lounges are kid-friendly some lounges are kid-friendly up to a certain hour just trader sam's of the day until eight yeah i think so 8 p.m about but generally disney world is kid-friendly the staff is kid-friendly yeah and i think that one thing that i'll say as an outsider looking in on this situation is I know when you do dining and you're a parent, you're so concerned about other people around you. Like, I don't want my kid to have a meltdown. I don't want my kid to pour me. I understand that. But at the same time, I think as a general consensus, anybody that's a good person in Disney realizes that this park is literally made for kids and families. And I have no problem at any restaurant sitting next to a child. Honestly, they bring me great joy. I've talked about Ocker Shoes where I saw interactions between kids and the princesses that literally brought tears to my eyes because it was just like the cutest thing I've ever seen. So I think the other thing is don't be harsh on yourself as a parent because I think that you guys are the the, the worst on yourself. 
where you're like, Finn has a meltdown. I was like, he cried for three seconds. He's literally <laughs> fine. I'm not even, that wasn't even a blip on my radar. I was over dramatic about the rigatoni changing at Topolino's. I made more of a scene than this man has ever made in a restaurant. So to the parents out there, don't be hard on yourself and make the dining reservations you want to make. If you want to go to Narcuzzi's, go to Narcuzzi's. The people around you will understand when we did California Grill, the one time, they kind of put us in the back room when Colin and I went. They put us in the back room with a bunch of kids. It was such a fun vibe in there. I loved it. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was happy. But I will say, I thought you guys were also really great at removing Finn from a situation if you kind of needed to. So we wrapped up the meal at Narcuzzi's and he was kind of getting a little antsy. And your mom took him out in a stroller and walked right around the Grand Floridian. And I think going back to what Bella said earlier is there so much to do in the area that if he is acting up, you can just remove him from the situation. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, And this is why you travel with, with multiple people mm-hmm. if you can, if you have that opportunity, because it's super easy to... And I'm sure also, if you are by yourself with your child at a table and you just need to take your child out for a second, mm-hmm. I am sure Disney, any, st- any staff oh my gosh, member, yeah. any cast member... Correct. Would not care. They will ask if you need your food warmed up or yeah. like, you know, like, do you want me to box that for you uh-huh. now? Yeah. yeah. They, I know. Can I that put they your cocktail in a to go cup? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Seriously, though, I mean, even even the pacing of your meal, everything, like we said, we said before in the last episode, Finn's meal went in first mm-hmm. and he got his food first. So he was entertained and happy when we got our meals. He got his dessert. Right. It, it was just incredibly paced. They know Disney knows what they're doing for kids. So give yourself some grace. We're telling you as parents now, <laughs> give yourself some grace, make the reservation. Mm-hmm. Right. And enjoy. Yeah. Yes. Stop caring what other people think, because as someone that doesn't yep. have kids, I get it. I don't I'm not going to hold you like, oh, my gosh, what an annoying parent literally never crosses my mind. So enjoy your meal we're all there to enjoy our time at disney and just go enjoy your meal and don't be hard on yourself because correct you will try to be but don't do it don't do it yep all right we did ask over on our instagram for you guys to hit us with any disney questions and since i am the childless one of the group i decided i'm gonna ask the questions to colin and bella so think this is a good one One, aside from character dining, what are your go-to restaurants for kids? And I know we kind of touched on this, but if you were booking reservations for Finn to eat in the next month, what would be your top three places that you want to take him? Ooh. So, you know, what's funny is I was, when we were talking about Narcuzzi's, I was like, you know what? Next time I want to do Citrico's. (laughs) Bougie child. I love him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, and I, you know, I just feel they would, it would be the same, right? Mm -hmm. The same as Narcuzzi's. And the food is phenomenal at Citrico's. Phenomenal. So I personally would probably go there. Mm-hmm. I would do like like a Via Napoli, like an Italian restaurant. Via Napoli, potentially, not I really. Know. but <laughs> not, Well, look, I'm not look, here to judge. Trattoria. Trattoria. This is like somewhere that Finn loves Italian food. So we would probably go to an Italian restaurant. And I don't know where else. Well, off the top of my head, I would easily book Sebastian's. Oh, yeah. Not even not even mm-hmm. a question. Mm-hmm. I would easily book either. I would book Boma. I would steer, again, steering clear. I would book Boma because I just think that the buffet there is phenomenal. And there are already amazing things that I know that he will eat. Tony's. Mm. I would take him to Tony's. He's been to Tony's. I know he has. To sit and watch he the has. parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, 
at Tony's. Tony's would be a good idea, especially if you can do the Bethany Vinton hack and get the seat on the balcony, on the little, on the front balcony and watch it during the parade. Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty clutch. Mm-hmm. And the food's good too. Good for kids. Food's great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Buttered easy. Noodles, that was my favorite thing when I was a child. Oh yeah. Mom and dad can get a bottle of wine. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. Exactly. Look, it's called balance. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Um, one question, and we kind of touched on this, but I'm going to bring it up again. Any places that you would avoid with a child? I mean, Besides, obviously, Victorian Alberts, places they're not allowed to go. Would there be any restaurant that you thinking in your mind right now would be like, totally would not bring my one and a half year old here? I mean, I would probably not go to Tapanito. I don't think I'd go to Hibachi. I yeah. think that that would just stress me out. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, don't touch hot the table. Grill. Don't touch that. Yeah, the hot grill. Don't touch it. The str- my stress level would be through the roof. Um, I wouldn't take him to, even though I know Finn tends to be a little bit more of an adventurous eater right now. I know this is, it's going to moment. change. Correct. At the moment. I, I still don't think he would probably eat anything at Spice Road Table, mm. you know, or I don't Honestly, actually. like the Hacienda, Santa right. Hill Inn. Mm-hmm. We probably avoid Mexican cuisine as well, because just because it's not just like in his wheelhouse at the moment. Chinese, like I don't think we would eat there either. Epcot would be a little limiting. <laughs> That's why I say what about probably garden, be in Napoli, but I beer think garden I might be okay. Garden. I mean, like pretzels, you know, those kind of things. It would well, be, they have would some standard fare too yeah. mixed in there, but and I <clears> think yeah. too doesn't they don't they have a pasta dish? Yeah, yeah. What is it Noodles called? Oh, yeah. Yes, yep. and he might totally eat that. So yep. yeah, exactly. So I do think that there's some. It's not craft, but it's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> there are some places, but like those places that are pretty, you know, they have like Mexican food, Chinese food. Uh, we probably wouldn't go to. Correct. Yeah, nothing crazy. The the way that this question is phrased makes me laugh. What do you do with your toddler on your bar crawls? <laughs> <laughs> are there lounges it's that called, are kids friendly? <laughs> it's called Nana. Correct. No. <laughs> well, so, but I will say Nomad Lounge was great. Oh, amazing. We have taken Finn a few times to Nomad many, Lounge. Many times to yeah. Nomad Lounge. Especially and when he was, was asleep like, in the stroller. Yeah, yeah and they let it take Nomad the stroller lounge. in. Yep. Yeah, so, so nice. And I mean, and it was great. We hung out there for a good hour. Air conditioned. Yeah. It was air conditioned inside. Mm-hmm. Very quiet, very zen, very chill in Nomad Lounge. Mm-hmm. And again, right during nap time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he was asleep in the stroller. It was he great. Was. Yeah. So I would definitely go there. I don't know. Enchanted Rose, possibly. Yeah. I don't see a, really a problem with it. I think it's just... You know, what's great, too, is it's open. You can kind of, like, leave and walk around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, it's not really, like, a tight place. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I don't actually think I would ever take Finn to Trader Sam's. Even though you can prior to a certain time, I don't think I would. There's something about not knowing where you're going to sit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Walking (laughs) in and then just looking around and being like, what do we do? You know, like, I, I, when you walk into Enchanted Rose, for example, or Nomad Lounge, you're you're being seated. Enchanted Rose, you, you get to look at everything. And you're like, okay, there's an open table. We'd be comfortable sitting there. But Trader Sam's, you'd be open and be like, well, we've got, we can hold him and you can sit at the bar. Stand at the bar. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. You know, um, that would stress me out for sure. But again, Trader Sam's non kid friendly after, I believe it's 8 p.m. after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Also, if you don't have help when you're in Disney, I also think there's a lot of great licensed childcare services that are in the Disney area that if you are really interested and really want to go out and do a bar crawl, Like, it's still feasible. You can look them up online. I mean, we've obviously never used any of them because we've always had, you know, family down there. But 
Right. Always another option. We talked about strollers in Nomad Lounge, and this question came up. Can they stay in their stroller at California Grill hoping for a bedtime reservation and a sleeping tot? And the answer is pretty much generally not. I like right. I, I will I was like, I'll take this because that was a stressor for you on our first trip ever is we had California Grill right around for the time Finn went to sleep. Yeah, and he at that age wasn't able to sit in a high chair, mm-hmm. really. Like, there's a point where they, they we, can't we sit had to, in the high chair. We had to really insulate him to sit. He could sit upright, but we had to yeah. really, he was tiny. Yeah, we and if they're him, even yeah. younger than that, you really you have to wear them, really, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much. So that is an option you can always baby wear, especially during, you know, a bedtime and then you're going out to eat. I've only seen strollers in Abracadabar hmm. and Nomad. Yep. Yeah. So... I think generally I guess it seems Bell- like Bellevue Lounge. I guess you could. Yeah, some of the lounges. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say all of them because I can't. I can't say a definite yes. But I've seen them at lounges, but I have never seen them at a restaurant. I mean, most restaurants you have to park it outside. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tesco House. We parked it outside in our koozies. We parked outside. Yeah. I think there are a few like Flame Tree Barbecue and Animal Kingdom quick service locations where you have that Absolutely. outdoor dining areas. Your kid can definitely stay in the stroller. We took them in a back lot. Backlot, yeah. And he stayed in a stroller there. So I think quick services is where it really can go. But when it comes to fine dining, I think the other thing is as much as they are kid-friendly, they don't want to impede on the quality of dining for people around you. So that's typically why they don't allow strollers. And on top of it, it's probably just a fire hazard to get people out of there. Sure, sure. Yeah, and it's also super tight. Most tables are pretty close to each other. So to fit a stroller in there would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. This is an interesting one because you guys haven't done it yet, but you're doing it on our next trip. But I think you already have an answer for this is would the hoopty do be worth it for a one-year-old? I would say no. no. I would agree. I think it's too overstimulating. It is a lot going on. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it would be too much. I think back to Tusker House, okay? And when they were doing the song. Right? Yeah. And Finn was looking around. All the characters were dancing. And then he got into it, right? He was like Mm -hmm. clapping and all this stuff. And then it ended. And that's okay. That's good. You know what I mean? But I feel like with Hoopty Doo, it's just a constant flow of entertainment. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've never done it, but that's how I kind of anticipate it being. You have a few breaks here and there, but. Yeah. So I I, I do think it just, and with the amount of people Mm -hmm. in Hoopty Doo. It's tight in there too. Yeah. Aren't you kind of sitting at kind of a kind of similar to beer garden are you not sitting you're not sitting with other people but you're very close to other people very close yeah so i feel like it'd be hard to be flexible and kind of work in and out especially with the i again we're only speaking for our one-year-old because again we're first-time parents and we only have one one one-year-old and it's ours he likes to get up and he likes to move so i feel that would just be tricky again constantly kind of being up and down with him working Mm -hmm. our weaving our way in and out of tables that would be difficult but i feel for the first reason it just be overstimulating yeah 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 I think this is a good one. Tips for dining setup, like a disposable bib, cup catcher, Mm. what to bring your own versus not? That's a great question. I think when he was younger and just kind of eating barely, right, we just brought a bib. We did bring a bib. That was it. Now that he's older, (laughs) we generally bring all the toys. (laughs) So we we bring normally a bib still. Now we've kind of transitioned to a silicone bib so it can catch it. One of those catcher bibs. And then we'll bring his fork and spoon because he is very independent. Also, very good to note that they don't have kid size utensils at places. 
No, no they do yeah, not. Yeah, we brought our own. They yep. do not. And he loves his fork and spoon. And you can get them on Amazon in a little like travel he, case. So. He will do it himself. Yes. He yes, will. He will. And I have also point. gotten... He, yes. can, he can and he will. Yeah. Yep. I've also gotten this and I, I only use it at certain places, but it's a placemat that you can stick to the table mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. disposable. I won't use it, obviously, if there's like a cloth tablecloth. You can't. But... For some some restaurants, I'll we use it out. at Narcuzzi's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. used it at Tusker House. We used it. We used it at many places. It mm-hmm. would just. It just. I don't know if it just made us feel better about that. Maybe his mess could be contained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, not at all because it's a, maybe more sanitary. Maybe. No. I mean, baby will wipe down the table, whatever it may be. But like, it was just something for him to have. Something for him to. He, if he smacks his hands on it, makes a crickly noise. That's exciting, mm-hmm. you know, just pure entertainment value at that point. But yeah. disposable placemats were a big thing for us too. Yeah. And then the other things, like I said, toys in the beginning, he's kind of into books right now. So we brought two books and then maybe a toy or two, small, but just to keep yep. him entertained. But that's pretty much it. Sippy cups as well. All right. Good answers. I think we're going to move to tips because I asked people what mm. tips would you, do you wish you had or what advice do you wish you knew? So I'm going to read some of them and I want you guys to react to them because I think they're pretty good. One, our okay. friends over at Disneyfy said this and it made me laugh. It said, don't book character dining unless you test out if there's carriage list of characters. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Which so true. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. So accurate. And, and again, it changes. It's, it's a fluid thing. Um, because again, the, 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 the seven fun, the seven month old was thrilled to see Mickey Mouse. And then the one year old was like, I don't know you, who are you get away from me. So what we actually did is, you know, we, we did a character meet and greet first Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we saw how it went and it was kind of eh, lukewarm. I would say loved Minnie Mouse was not a fan of Mickey. And then we went to Tusker house and it was an immediate no immediately no honestly for everybody i think he was good with most of them it was goofy was he was goofy goofy was yeah so that was an issue the problem yeah that was an issue but i would just say test the waters know your kid Mm -hmm. and and maybe if you're skeptical try character meet and greet first Mm -hmm. let's see how that goes and then we could talk about character dining but you're so right yeah be flexible on your trip too because we canceled character dining and rebooked a different restaurant that same day Yes, because because no, the character dining in Disney is the coveted thing. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to find something else. It's, mm-hmm. If you're looking to book character dining last minute, that's when it's going to be a problem. Yeah. Another one, let the kids eat off your plate if they're young enough and ask if you want something specific for them. Yeah. So when we went to Topolino's, Finn was just eating food, just little things here and there. So we got a side of scrambled eggs for me. Those were the first eggs he ever had mm-hmm. were the eggs from... Topinos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this child. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. He did. He liked his little eggies. He liked them. Yeah, he did. Another of check menus ahead. Early reservations, which we didn't really talk about, but I think that goes into going with their schedule. And yes. people are more flexible. Other diners are more flexible if you dine earlier in the evening. If you're showing up at fireworks and your kid's cranky because they should be asleep and they're very cranky, you're pro- that's probably when you're going to upset other diners. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And every schedule, every person's mm-hmm. schedule is different. I know someone who has a baby that just turned one. And I've seen on Instagram and stuff that they'll be out to dinner at like eight. So clearly he doesn't normally go to bed until probably 
10 if I had to guess Mm -hmm. and you know that's totally it's totally up to you and what your schedule is and you know your child best and when you know your normal dinner time is that's when you should get your reservations yeah another one is bring activities and snacks and don't be afraid to ask a cast member for help yes all yeses to those yeah and this one also you may not even have to ask no (laughs) the cast member who picked finn's cup up was like no no no, i got this don't worry and we were like oh which goes into the next one that said there are kids everywhere and cast members have seen it all loosen up and enjoy it too yep yep huge huge and and i think we candidly care too much in the beginning Mm -hmm. about us inconveniencing others i still care Oh, and for I've, sure. I, I don't think always, a day will go by that I won't. will always be a little stressed, you know. For sure. But remember, you know, in Disney World, <laughs> it's just a dose of perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. Who else is there? Families with kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Someone said air-conditioned quick service spots, which is definitely a yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We hung out in Connections slash Starbucks. Mm-hmm. A decent amount of time. Absolutely. Well, everyone's riding Guardians, head right in. Or go to the splash pad. But yeah, I think those are a lot of good tips. Any top tip that you have that you would give parents that are considering bringing their kids to Disney for the first time and want to dine with them? I'd say book any reservation and don't feel bad about it. I was literally pretty much going to say the same thing. With with the cup, know your schedule. Yes. Know your schedule and then book Me, it. yes, not having a child. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. But if dinner's at five, dinner's at five. Mm-hmm, book it yeah. at five. Go have a great dinner at five. Give yep. yourself enough time. Also remember, give yourself enough time to travel back to your hotel. <laughs> minivans <laughs> are your friends. Minivans are your friends. They are worth the splurge. Car seat and all, they are worth the splurge to get you a quick entrance and a quick exit. There is nothing I won't throw money at to get me somewhere in a pinch, especially with Finn. In a few moments where we were borderline, we hung out at the park a little too long, and we don't know if we're going to make it back for the 1130 nap. Minivan. Yeah. Saved our lives many a time. But know your schedule. Book the reservation. Yep. And don't be afraid to obviously look at the menu like we've said, but try to look at menus that are going to be maybe a little bit more geared to adults so you can enjoy your meal because you'll be surprised at some of the kids' meals. I was pleasantly surprised at Narcoozies and their mm-hmm. options. So don't think that Narcoozies or Citrico's or California Grill is going to have only salmon. You know what I mean? They're going to have kids' meals. So yeah. obviously you want to look at these menus beforehand, but don't just be like, oh, let's just do character dining or let's just do uh, hoop-de-doo or um, uh, the one at the Toy Story one. Why am I blanking? Oh, Woody's Roundup. Barbecue. Woody's Roundup. You know, like the ones that are clearly geared <laughs> to children. Look at the other ones too, because you might be pleasantly surprised by their menu and then you'll have a great time and you'll enjoy your meal as well. Yeah. So don't forget about yourself. Yes. Don't forget Treat about yourself, yourself because you are a parent that has gone all the way to Disney World and brought a child, if not more than one with you. You deserve yeah. all the praise in the world. You deserve it. Glass of wine with dinner is what mm-hmm. you deserve. Mm-hmm. You might even deserve a shot of le- tequila at La Cava, too. Finn's been in the La Cava. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. That's where, that's where he learned to dip chips. He's a, he's in a smart, queso. He's a smart boy. <laughs> he's a spoiled kid is what he is. 
Where'd you have your first eggs? Topolino's. Where did you learn to dip chips in queso? At La Cava del Tequila. As he should. As he should. <laughs> as he should. As he should. <laughs> but yeah, yep. don't be but afraid to make wouldn't those. Wouldn't have happened if we didn't take them. Correct. Don't right? be afraid to make those dining reservations and don't overstress yourself. Yes, there's definitely times that kids are crazy, but at the same time, just try to really enjoy yourself when you're down there. Mm. Please do. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes and for Bella and Bethany and Finn. This is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.